Hey there, horror movie tea sippers. The following podcast episode will contain spoilers for the movie we are about to review. If you have not seen the movie and do not wish to have anything ruined prematurely, please do not continue to watch or listen until you have seen the movie. And welcome to the Horror Movie Tea Podcast. Today, for Asian Horror Month, we are covering Midnight, which is a Korean film. South Korean. Well, yeah, I don't think it's even possible for us to get North Korean. I don't know, but I wanted to be on the safe side. (laughs) Okay, yeah. Obviously a South Korean film. (laughs) We don't have much contact with the North, except... But anyway, okay, don't get political over here. I know that's how it is. This came out in 2022. Yeah, but before we uh, go into the reveal, let's grab our cups and talk about tea. (laughs) Moving on, let's go. (laughs) Uh, So I am drinking the Republic of Tea, the Crown, the Princess's Peach Bellini Tea. It's got black tea, peach, apricot, vanilla cream, and champagne flavors, monk fruit, and peach bits. And I am drinking Republic of Tea's Cinnamon Vanilla, and it's got caffeine-free rubos, natural cinnamon, and vanilla flavors. Yay! And thank you to the Republic of Tea for allowing us to continue to do what we love. And for our tea sippers, brew yourself a cup of tea, sit back, relax, and we hope you enjoy the review. This spree killer. A killer. Yeah. Comes after this woman who happens to be deaf. After she sees something she shouldn't have. Yeah. Is it Hush? That that other it's one? Similar to it. Yeah, so it's kind of like Hush. Where a killer's after loosely. a deaf girl. Yeah. Yeah. So for entertainment. I really like this movie. I felt like it had really great tension. I love the creativity in how she realized that he was there with her at times. Um, and this, the stakes, like the way he's coming after her, the obstacles she has to go through. Like the stakes feel like truly yes. high. Like if she gets caught, she's... She's screwed. Yeah. <laughs> so, And I feel like the, the reactions, the, at least her reactions were pretty pretty realistic and yeah it felt organic yeah so i'm debating between a 7.5 and a 7.75 i'll go with a 7.5 but yeah i don't really have a whole lot to say this side i mean it's just kind of like overall like it's a fun movie it's very exciting and tense and it's just one of those like edge of your seat type of movies where you're like come on come on come on it is yeah it is a fun entertaining movie but it also made me extremely frustrated i think a lot of that for me stems from her response fight or flight wise Mm. (laughs) versus my gut instincts and reactions to things also the fact that it could have been over like the movie could have been over about a third of the way in by the mom. <laughs> we'll get to that later. So I also, yes, I do give it a 7.5. Um, it was it was an entertaining movie. It was a little frustrating in several moments um, with choices that were made 
But for you, seven point five is pretty good. But it is pretty good, yeah. And I would definitely watch it again. I intend to watch it again. It is a fun movie, um, and it's different. Yeah, I really like the. Whenever there's the repeated formula over and over again, it gets very tiring. So it's been refreshing in the past, like, five years, or five years or so, where, like, these movies are coming out where it's just a nice little refresh on the the genre. Yeah. And especially, like, whenever you watch, like, foreign films, I feel like the creativity in going outside of the typical, like cookie cutter uh, version of that film like a movie we'll be talking about a few weeks down the line it, it's very refreshing yeah um, and it makes the genre like exciting again yes and I've actually been enjoying the the movies that we've seen recently that have main characters that are differently abled so we've reviewed a few that like one of the main characters was autistic we've reviewed some that like the main character's blind. Yeah. So in this one, she's deaf, and so is her mom. So it it just adds another element to the story. Yeah. It's like not only does it add additional representation. Yes. But it also adds a whole new element of tension. It does. Of tension that you wouldn't expect. Yes. Yeah. So, and I love the different things that she uses around their house and all that indicate that he's there and even when he tries to tamper with some things she has others that he didn't know about that she's able to pay attention to and realize and get out of the way in time so it's it's really interesting there um yeah like a lot of the stuff i i didn't want to even imagine yeah working so i am just amazed at the audacity of the killer though with some of the things that he does, it's not out of the realm of possibility, the things that he does. For sure. Like, in the very beginning, when he kills the girl whose cab got stolen by these three a-holes that were incredibly discourteous, there are three guys there. She's the only woman, and she was clearly heading for that cab. She is on her own. In the middle of the night, in the middle of freaking nowhere. Seriously, you're going to let her just wander the streets on your own, on her own and take the cab? Really? I hope a they had a lot of guilt. Pulse. <laughs> yeah. But the killer got her and then implicated them in the murder. The audacity. But that also kind of insinuates him into the investigation. As a witness. Hmm. That yeah. adds an extra level of thrill to him, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because that's like the uh, um, the Zodiac killer. Yeah. Where he had like send like clues to the police mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah. So, but <laughs> the, the characters, the main characters, for the most part, and again, we'll get to this later, make decent decisions and are are not stupid the entire time, which I appreciate. It's just a difference of the fight instinct, I think. (laughs) That really just irks me. (laughs) The main character was very passive, I feel like. And I get it. She's in a crazy situation. She's, She's got 
an extra level <laughs> of things to worry about and things to look out for that, you know, she's just trying to get out of the situation safely. But the almost lack of fight in her <laughs> is just very frustrating to me. <laughs> so that's that's more of a personal thing. It's not a knock on realism or anything. It's not a knock on her or her acting or anything like that. I can easily see it happening. It's yeah. just Everybody frustrating. Everybody handles those situations it, differently. Yes, exactly. It's just incredibly frustrating to me personally. Who <laughs> would be like, okay, let me use something to bash the guy's arm. Or he's got my arm and I can't really grab anything to bash him with. I'm biting the ever-living F out of his arm, so he lets go. Like, do something. Or, okay, so we're going to go ahead and get into it. <laughs> so, in the police station, when they're there to make their statements, and he shows the mom what's in the bag, and then he proceeds to attack the other guy, and they're on the ground struggling but not rolling around or anything. Like, he's still in one space, stationary, basically. She's got a bag of weapons in her lap. And she could have ended it like that. Whole thing could have been over. Easily. And she didn't even necessarily have to kill him to do it. Just incapacitate him with it. But that's just me. I'm the aggressive one, I know. I know. She was another very passive character. <laughs> very sweet lady. Very, very sweet lady. But I would have ended it. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Could have been over a whole lot easier. Would have protected her daughter, who she was fiercely protective of. Which, so it seemed a little out of character almost that she didn't do anything. So... And I know she was a little bit in shock at the whole situation, but where was the mama bear? <laughs> Just saying. But okay, we can go ahead to the realism now. <laughs> this is another one that I had it was the hard. hardest time on. Because it is what you said, like, it could have been ended so quickly, and yet it wasn't. So it's like, how does... Yeah, I don't... I don't. And a lot of the the situations and everything seemed plausible yeah everything seemed fairly plausible he was a really good liar yeah but you know psychopaths and sociopaths often are this one was extremely difficult i'm gonna go with a three tentatively see i was thinking a 3.5 or a four i'm gonna tentatively go with a three so as discourteous and rude as it was i can see the three a-holes taking the cap Oh, I yeah, especially in places like oh, yeah. New York mm -hmm. and like the big city. Oh, yeah. They don't care. <laughs> they don't care. I get it. Um, it was nice that the girl was smart and didn't just automatically hop in his car. <laughs> and to be fair, he was nice looking and he seemed very kind at first and all. But she's on her own late at night in the middle of the big city basically in an alley. <laughs> and she doesn't know the dude. <laughs> so it's not a good idea to get in the stranger's vehicle. <laughs> so it was nice that she wasn't automatically like, yeah, sure, I appreciate it. Thanks. Let me get in the killer's van <laughs> right off the bat. 
She then turns stupid, though, and investigates the noise when he opens the van door and she hears some person weakly asking for help out of the same creeper van. No, that's when you call someone, sweetie. You leave. There's a reason you said no in the first place. Why would you go back to it? Um, it was a bit of a movie's got a movie moment. He really does get off on the thrill, calls PD, tells him he found dead bodies and implicates the other three people and inserts himself into the investigation, even in a small capacity of like giving a statement. That's believable. It happens fairly often, actually. So that I can I can definitely easily see. The brother of the the chick that got attacked next is extremely controlling and seems extremely unhealthy. The relationship between the two. Like, excuse you? It almost seemed abusive the way he was talking to her at first. Like, if you uh, don't go out like that unless you want to die. It almost sounded like a threat. (laughs) I don't know if he meant it as a threat or if he was saying someone else is going to want to kill him. Yeah, like, like, be careful. Yeah. Yeah. But it seemed really off and just overbearing to the max. I wonder... And then sending her so many texts. Yeah. And calls. That, it, yeah. it was a very unhealthy relationship. Yeah, that was a bit weird. Just saying. And I get Big Brother wants to look out for his sister, especially since the parents are no longer there. But that seemed a bit much. Because it's like, at first, like, him talking to her like that, I'm like, oh yeah, because... You know, in in some cultures, like, the parents can be what we would consider overbearing. But it's, like, in their culture, just them being good parents. And so maybe the brother was trying to take on that role. But, yeah, the texts definitely make it a little bit more extreme. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I understand texting closer to the time and just trying to check in and make sure that she got home okay, especially since she had messaged him saying she was on her way home and then not being able to get in contact with her after that. I can see that. But sending that many texts? Dude. Sister complex much? Jesus. (sighs) Seemed way too much. I loved the main chick insulting all of them at the dinner. Because, <laughs> I mean, just because she can't hear them doesn't mean she doesn't know what's going on. She's not stupid. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a very satisfying <laughs> scene watching her insult all of them. <laughs> and then knowing that her boss knows what's going on and what she's saying. <laughs> and it's just like, no, no, she's complimenting you. She, she's... Very happy to be here. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> it made me happy. <laughs> A little bit of justice. <laughs> um, that had to have been, when she was running away from the killer initially, the squeakiest, noisiest parking garage sounds ever. When she went to park it initially and when she was trying to get away. I have never heard (laughs) that much tire squealing in a parking garage ever. (laughs) Jesus. 
<laughs> the lights in the hall went from dark to strobing, uh, dark and strobing, to full brightness when she was running away out of the parking garage. Mm. Pick one. <laughs> as much as I hate the strobing effects, pick one. Um, we already talked about the the dude struggling and why the mom didn't grab one of the 30 weapons out of his bag and end him. <laughs> oh, so when the guy breaks into the apartment and she gets out through the window, I don't know how her hair held. <laughs> First off, I want to know what she uses, because damn. But also when she lands um, and he throws the weapon at her and she rolls out of the way of it, she doesn't pick it up. She just leaves it there for him to potentially grab and use against her later. She could have grabbed it and had something with which to defend herself. But okay. But the, the main thing is that with this movie that got me was people need to freaking follow through. As I've said with many other, many other killer movies, just because he's down does not mean it's over. Follow through and make sure that even if he's not dead, which would really be the preferred scenario, at least make sure he's not going to get back up. Just saying. Follow through. It can be difficult though, because it's like it can be. It's one of those things because, like, legally, once they're incapacitated, you're not supposed to touch them anymore. But he wasn't fully incapacitated. He wasn't even knocked out. Yeah, he wasn't even unconscious. And if he gets back up, they know that he's going to keep trying to kill them. Yeah. So continue, shall we? Yeah. <laughs> It's not that difficult. Take out his kneecap, something, you know? Make it at least a little more difficult that even if he does get back up, you're going to be able to outrun him pretty well. <laughs> Give yourself a bit of an advantage, maybe. All I'm saying. But again, I am the aggressive one and I know this. <laughs> <laughs> so. I'll rate it a 3.5. And you were very explicitly detailed. <laughs> so I don't. There's nothing that you said that is different than what I put. So, yeah. The oh, and, and the police irked me. They seem just overly incompetent as well. Which is kind of a, a trope. With it is a, a trope. Of, so, especially you know, slasher movies. For slasher the movies in particular. Yes. They're like... <laughs> yep. Ah. Yeah. Because movies got a movie. But, like, overall... I really like the different take of it. Yeah. Like, I feel like if you if you like slasher movies and you want a different take, Hush and this one, Midnight, are definitely, like, good ones. Honestly, I prefer like this, this one, one better. I preferred this one to Hush. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like, I know it's a very different because it's like, yeah. with Hush, it's more contained. While this yeah. one is like... She's more isolated in that one. Yeah. While this one is like... She's navigating, like, the city and, yeah. like, how... While yeah. trying to protect her mom. Yeah. Like, that... And so the stakes are a lot higher. Yes. Yeah. 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 
but... Thank you so much for joining us today, and please comment on what you thought of the movie. If you'd like to recommend a movie, game, or tea, and keep up to date with our content, you can find us on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Discord, and most places you listen to podcasts. If you'd like to support the podcast, please subscribe, like, and share our content. If you'd like to support us monetarily, we have our Teespring and our PayPal uh, donate button and our affiliate link with the Republic of Tea. It does not affect the price of the tea. It just allows us to continue to do what we love. And in all of the sites mentioned will be linked down below. And until the next time, guys, stay safe and stay spoopy. Bye! Bye.